Welcome to the Lion's Den University Report. This program brings you a behind-the-scenes look at the spiritual life on today's university and college campuses. Now here's your host, Glenn Bailey. We're glad you joined us for another edition of the Lion's Den University Report. Again, we travel around the country and meet dedicated followers of Jesus Christ. We're here in Bloomington, Indiana today, the site of Indiana University, and actually happened to be here uh, the same day as uh, one of our previous guests on the program. A few years ago, I went down to the Atlanta area and met uh, Ravi Zacharias uh, at his headquarters there in, uh, outside of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, he's uh, here speaking tonight on campus, and I'm sure there'll be a packed uh, auditorium. Uh, it's amazing that uh, even in these settings where Christ is not honored these days, uh, though many of the American universities were established to promote Christianity and uh, train Christian leaders, uh, and we find that heritage more and more all the time as, we, uh, as I have the opportunity to visit campuses and hear about uh, some of the uh, crossover of how the faith, and especially in America, has blessed our country and was uh, prominent in our universities. Uh, but uh, Ravi still draws a, a huge crowd wherever he goes. He gives that, uh, perhaps you could call it the intellectual uh, side of Christianity, very deep, uh, f- profound thinker and Christian uh, philosopher. Uh, if you haven't heard of Ravi, we encourage you to visit his uh, ministry uh, and uh, hear some of the things that he speaks about. And he answers questions and uh, in a deep way and philosophically. Uh, but the basic Christian message is uh, something that even a child can understand, that God made us in his image. Uh, he loves us, uh, but we all have, have sin, and we realize that we've done wrong and uh, lie and cheat and steal and uh, he knows even our secret thoughts, and uh, they fall far short of his holy perfection. So we have uh, the answer is Jesus Christ as our Savior, and that's the message of the lion's den. We present the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, and but also network Christians on our university campuses, and then also challenge some of the politically correct ideas on campus today uh, that are not in tune with the biblical perspective. Uh, for this edition of the Lion's Den, we have a guest from Germany who actually has a dual professorship. He serves as a professor professor of economics at the University of Bonn in Germany and also uh, is here in Bloomington at the Indiana University and has uh, taught here for many years, was, uh, I guess, full-time here yeah. originally, and uh, Jürgen von Hagen. And uh, Jürgen, uh, thanks for, Jürgen, thanks for uh, joining us again. Thanks, Glenn. I'm glad to be here again. <laughs> All right. And uh, you're here at this uh, conference. Uh, I understand that uh, uh, this was the church where you came to believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior. That's correct. Uh, in 1987, we became believers in Bloomington. Uh, at the time, uh, we joined a small church, which then later uh, was closed. And many of the members became members of uh, Cleanout Church. Right. And okay. so for us, that was the natural way to take. Sure. All right. And now um, you mentioned uh, in our previous broadcast that you pastor a church there in Germany. And uh, it's amazing that you carry this uh, schedule. Uh, what's it like traveling from uh, Germany to the U.S.? How often do you do that uh, each year? Nowadays, usually I'm, I'm here at the end of August and I go back in the middle of October, late October, something like that. Right, okay. 
Fortunately, our school years do not overlap too much. And so that allows me to be here for the first half of the fall semester, and then I go back and start teaching the winter term I see. in Germany. Great, great. Now, is this a, a relationship that the two universities have that you operate on, or is it just your individual No, that's just my individual arrangement. Right. We've tried to set that up as a, as a formal arrangement several times, but it's just too difficult. I see. Okay. And uh, as you come over here then, and uh, uh, you are a follower of Jesus Christ, and here you uh, attend church and are involved in the church, but there you pastor a church. And I wonder, uh, you know, what's your schedule like? Uh, I've, I served as a pastor full-time for 38 years, and you have a small congregation. Uh, how do you juggle all of that back in Germany when you're doing both at the same time? Well, I, by the grace of God, I have two things that make that possible. Number one is, uh, as a faculty member in the university, you don't have to be at the university at fixed times. Right. Out, outside lecturing, I manage my own calendar. Sure. And so I can build in times for my university work and then times for my church work. And then secondly, uh, I also have uh, an associate pastor at my church, a young mm -hmm. man who grew up in Africa comes from Nigeria, uh, grew up in Africa, has been in Germany for five or six years now. Right. And, uh, and so he carries a good part of the load also. I see. Okay. And getting an international flavor here to our yes. <laughs> discussion. And, you know, it is interesting, though. Christianity is the solution, I think, to uh, both uh, national differences as well as uh, ethnic and racial differences that uh, in Christ we're one, aren't we? And so uh, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. He's a part of the family of God and the body of Jesus Christ, which is a worldwide family. Absolutely. And let me tell you the story of how this happened in our church. You may remember that in 2015, about 800,000 refugees came to Germany both from Africa and uh, from Syria. And so very close to where our church is, the city opened a refugee camp. Mm. And I told my church, look, God is calling us to work here. Right. We have to do something. Well, we at that time, we had mostly old ladies in the church, and they looked at me, you know, <laughs> pastor. Right. We're kind of old. Yes. <laughs> Well, a few days later, I had a, a call from an African cultural association in our city. People who've been in the city already for 10, 15 years. And they called me and said, there is this refugee camp right next to your church. And we want to go there and bring clothes and anything these people need. And I said, yeah, fine, go. But... Why are you telling me this? Mm -hmm. And they said, because we're Christians and we want to do it together with you. Right. With not me personally, but right. with, with you as the church. Right. And, and so the next Sunday I went back uh, and told my church and I said, look, you know, God is providing hands to do the work. All you need to do is be friendly and cook some meals and bake a cake right. and provide yeah, yeah. a Hospitality. Sure. Because these are people who ran away from home, and uh, the one thing they need is they need a place 
where they don't have to be afraid. Right. Where they are just accepted as individuals. Now, it turned out that a lot of the refugees in that particular camp come from Christian backgrounds in Africa. I and see. so our church has grown a lot over the last two and a half years um, from that combination, Africans who already were in Germany for many years and refugees who have come to Germany. Right. Okay. And we, we hear of the you know, refugee problems in the world today, and, and uh, yet as Christians, we have a compassion uh, for those who are refugees, and we see you know, a, a taste of heaven. You know, it says in uh, Revelation, there'll be some of every tribe and tongue and people yes. and nation worshiping yep. Jesus around the throne. And so you get a little taste of that when you go to your church. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's a very colorful church now. We have uh, a lot of Africans and Iranians. We speak several languages. We have an English-speaking and a German-speaking service every Sunday. So there's a lot of uh, different kinds of people now. But we all have the same Lord, and that's what binds us together. And, you know, one of the experiences I made is these people have run away from home from terrible circumstances and backgrounds. And the one thing they need most is they need places where they don't have to be afraid. Right where they feel this is really home. And, and it's like Jesus said, uh, you, you need to be hospitable to the stranger. Sure. That's a sign of right. Christian love. Right, and it's kind of reverse to the, uh, uh, his uh, great commission though, when he said, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them yes. all things that yep. I've commanded you. Instead of going, they're, they're coming, and like the university campus. So many... Well, in a sense, Glenn, it's a give and take because many of the Africans actually, uh, um, I don't want to say better, but str they have stronger faith Is in right? Jesus than many of the Germans. Mm -hmm. And so in some sense, it's, um, it's a mutual benefit. Right. These people come and they, they really have deep faith in God. Right. They have fear of God, which in Germany has become very, very rare. And, uh, and so that's been good also for our German members to have that exposure to people and, uh, and strike friendships with people yep. who really love and fear God. Now, you mentioned also that uh, you had started up a uh, prayer group or a group of faculty members, and one of the things that they do is pray. Maybe you could describe a little bit of the, how that got started and what the function is, uh, how often it meets, and uh, who's involved. Yeah, I got to, uh, to know the man who um, is the head of the Catholic campus ministry at the University of Bonn. And uh, one day we had a meeting, and I said, isn't it strange that we're doing so many things for the students as campus ministries, but we don't do anything for faculty members. We don't have prayer groups. We never think about them because we all think that, oh, they have their families, and, and uh, so we don't have to worry about them. But the reality is, as a Christian in the university, you're sometimes very lonely. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to, uh, 
to start a prayer group, and it has become a great blessing because it is so good to know that you have brothers and sisters in the university, and they have the same problems, um, and they they share the same faith. Right. And, uh, and so, so now we meet uh, about three times every semester. It's a prayer breakfast. Mm-hmm. And so we have some time to uh, exchange ideas, and, uh, and then we pray together. Right. And that's been a real good experience because it's not very much in the German culture to pray openly. You know, Catholics don't do that. Many Lutherans don't do that. You pray silently or right. you let the pastor do the work. Mm-hmm. Right, he's paid to do that, right? <laughs> but, um, but it also creates uh, an atmosphere of uh, familiarity, of being brothers and sisters if you pray together. And right. that's been very, very helpful. Great, great. Well, as our program often emphasizes, uh, now we can uh, get a feel also for what's going on in Europe a little bit in the University of Bonn. Uh, we need to pray for revival on our campuses. Absolutely. That, uh, yes. While uh, these, uh, our, our cultures have that great, uh, rich Christian heritage, uh, it's not as obvious on the campuses these days, and many times it's attacked. And so we're glad to have as my guest uh, for this program and the previous one, Jürgen uh, von Hagen. And he's a professor of economics, both here at uh, where we are today in Bloomington, Indiana, at the Indiana University, and also at the University of Bonn in in Germany. And uh, Jürgen, once again, thanks a lot for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Glenn. You have been listening to the Lion's Den University Reports. If you would like more information about the Christian life or would like to contact the Lion's Den or one of the guests, please write us at the Lion's Den, Post Office Box 226, Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania, 17844 or email ltcldur at yahoo.com.